It has been one of the institutions in investigative journalism in this country. One of the places to turn when we wanted to find out what was really happening. W5's 50th anniversary special is coming up on Saturday on CTV. And uh, one of the voices that you will hear is a voice that we came to trust for many years as the anchor on CTV's news and these days a special correspondent for W5. Uh, we are very proud to uh, welcome back to the program Lloyd Robertson. Mr. Robertson, welcome back. How are you? Good morning, Tim. Thank you for having me with you. I'm so pleased that you could join us. Um, 50 years for W5. It's, you know, people say that investigative journalism is, uh, investigative journalism is a thing of the past, yet W5 continues to prove that's not the case, don't they? Well, I think what W5 has been successful at doing through the years, Tim, is dealing with the direct issues uh, generation after generation. That is, what is the concern of this generation, the generation before it? And uh, that's how they've been successful. They've continued to be current, and that applies even today. And, you know, the investigative component of the show is very big, but there's also a whole magazine section where we deal with a lot of other things, including celebrities and personalities of the day, uh, we have our annual APA investigation of uh, car scams, used cars, and new cars. And uh, we've also done things like uh, when Eric Malling was on the show back in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, uh, he was the first one to do a story about government deficit financing, and deficit financing caught on all over the world. It was, it was a result of a story he did on New Zealand, which in fact was going broke as a government. And they realized they couldn't just print money because, you know, the result mm -hmm. of that. Yep. So governments had to start paying attention all over the world. And W5 was right on the cusp of that story and followed it through. And in 1995, it was Paul Martin's government uh, here in Canada, which uh, decided it, too, had to bring its deficit under control. And uh, this country has been in uh, pretty good financial shape ever since then, surviving the 2008 financial crisis much better than a lot of other areas of the world. Now, the, the, the 50th anniversary special opens up with a piece that you are in at, uh, at City Hall talking about the first ever W5 story, which was about guns and uh, the potential to, um, to use guns in public places. Fascinating how, well, fascinating and somewhat sad that 50 years on, Lloyd, we're still dealing with the same sorts of issues. Yes, well, let me refer directly to that first one, because we commissioned a young man to... Um carry a rifle uh, up to the observation deck at the new Toronto City Hall. It had only been open a year. And uh, he got up there, past police and security, up the elevator, rifle in clear view, and up to a position where he can, in fact, have shot people on the square. And the reason that story was done is because it was one month after a gunman shooting from a bell tower on the campus of the University of Texas mm -hmm. took the lives of 49 people. And, of course, W5, first show, is saying, could such a horrible thing happen here? I mean, that event was in everybody's minds that day, still, a uh, month later. And uh, the result was that uh, the deck was closed off after that. Uh, the deck at the City Hall has been closed, actually, uh, permanently since the 80s, except for one day a year when they have what they call a doors open day. And... Uh, uh, I understand that one of the councillors is attempting to get it refurbished and uh, and put safety uh, right. safeguards in place so that it can be a regular feature for people and they can eventually go up there. But that's the kind of thing W was doing. That is dealing with 
the issues of the day. Lloyd, could you do that? Was, I was just going to say, uh, on, that, on that point and uh, in that first uh, section of shows, in that first uh, year, uh, they dealt with the last man jailed in Canada for homosexuality. He was called an incurable homosexual. His name was Everett Clippert, and uh, he was sentenced to preventive detention in jail in 1965, and his appeal to the Supreme Court was dismissed, probably because there was no legislation on the books uh, to say that it was anything other than a crime at the time. Yep. And then uh, a short time later, Pierre Trudeau made his famous statement about the state not being in the bedrooms of the nation, and new legislation was brought in in 1969, and Clippert was released. He didn't actually leave jail until 1971. Could you do things 50 years ago in television that you couldn't get away with now? And I'm thinking back to that story about the guns. Could you do that as, as, a, as a news organization today, Lloyd? It would be more controversial to do that kind of thing now, uh, certainly, than it was then. But remember, W5 was out on the cutting edge. I mean, we did things that uh, other people weren't doing at that time uh, to try them out. Uh, some you got away with, some you didn't. But certainly with uh, the hidden cameras, uh, we started the hidden camera process back then, and we still do hidden cameras today. We still do what we call the unscheduled interviews. <laughs> we call them in television the jumps. <laughs> we are chasing uh, corrupt funeral directors through parking lots. Victor Mallory does a lot of that, and we feature that in this show, too. And uh, we also have, I should tell you, uh, a number of celebrities that we touch on uh, in this broadcast, and we've done many, many of them over the years, including John Lennon, Justin Bieber, uh, some of them just on the way up. That was the case with Justin Bieber when he was interviewed. Uh, I did an interview with uh, that famous folk legend, Canadian Ian Tyson, out in his ranch in Alberta. Yep. Um, and so we we also do a lot of that. And again, these are these are people and stories of the times. And and uh, I just just mention one more thing that uh, there'll be a web-based broadcast of this show, uh, which will be on the web, and it will have uh, the full interview with um, Margaret Trudeau, Carol Taylor's interview, and it'll also have uh, Eric Malling's first show on the deficit that I mentioned, and uh, also the full interview with John Lennon and Yoko Ono. So that's on the web after the show ends. I know a lot of people want to know, Lloyd, how is, how is life for you these days? Has it slowed down at all since the, uh, since the nightly news uh, job has, uh, has, uh, has passed on to someone else? Are you, are you less busy or are you more busy now as a lot of people who move into a different part of their career find? Well, I guess I would say that I have failed retirement, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm keeping busy because I enjoy keeping busy. I enjoy being active. And, of course, you keep hearing now that that's the secret of uh, living a long and healthy life, that is, keep yourself mentally and physically active. So uh, I try to do that, and I still love broadcasting. I just like being around broadcasting, you know, so, uh, so I could do anything. And uh, after 41 years of doing the news at 11 o'clock at night between CBC and CTV, uh, I then took on um, uh, a, uh, the role of, uh, of host, uh, chief correspondent on W5, yep. and that was uh, five years, and now I'm passing that off to... Uh, Kevin Newman. He's taking over as host and managing editor. And Kevin will be continuing on with the process that, that has always been successful for W5. That is updating the show, refreshing it, uh, making it more uh, user-friendly, I guess is the modern phrase, because we'll be doing a lot um, on Twitter and uh, opening the show uh, on for YouTube uh, access, that kind of thing. Uh, so it'll be a different W5, but it will still be true to its base. 
and that is investigative stories covering the issues of the day and covering the celebrities and personalities of the time. Will we still be seeing you at all, Lloyd? Pardon? Will we still be seeing you a great deal? Uh, I will be now in the capacity of special correspondent, which means, I think, that uh, I'll be doing uh, items for the show from time to time. I've already done the first one. It'll be on in a couple of weeks, and that's uh, the story. It's, it's about a book called Distilled by on the Bronfman family and uh, the famous collapse of the Bronfman Empire, uh, and uh, that will be an interview with Charles Bronfman. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, still be, I'll still be around. And we look forward to that. And uh, thanks so much for taking some time to, to talk to us this morning. We're looking forward to this weekend's uh, 50th anniversary. And as always, uh, your terrific work. Thanks, Lloyd. Thank you, Tim, and continue good luck to you and best wishes to your listeners. Thank you. Uh, Lloyd Robertson, CTV's special correspondent for W5, joined us this morning to talk about their 50th anniversary show coming up on Saturday on CTV News.